I'm Nash, and this week in history, we're going all the way through from the 25th of September to the 1st of October. <coughs> September 25, 1926, Henry Ford announces the start of the 40-hour work week, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. What did they used to do before that, though? Well, if you were a factory worker, let's say in the 1800s, right, you mm. could work an average of 100 hours a week. That is literally more hours than there are in a week, I think. I'm not good at math. Literally 100 hours is more than in a week. (laughs) Still, that's a lot of hours, right? You'd be still in a factory. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but the point is, it was a long, long time. You know, you're just back-breaking work so grueling. By around about 1914, you could see six-day work weeks, but it wasn't until 1926 when Ford announced the five-day work week that it really picked up and spread across the Western world. Thank you, Ford, for the, the weekend, really. Yeah, not only that, but Ford actually increased wages from the average of $2.50 a day to $5 a day. Hold up. So this guy shortened the work week, yeah. essentially halved it, yeah. and then doubled everyone's pay. That's Yeah, that's right. I think I love him. He's a great Just man. Just full stop. He's great. great. Man. <laughs> September 26, 1982, Knight Rider premieres. Now, Knight Rider mm. stars one of the greatest actors of all time. Yes, the, the car. Oh, no, the Hoff. David Hasselhoff. Yeah, right. And of course, the car is important. (laughs) The Pontiac. (laughs) The Trans Am. (laughs) Well, this is really important because the whole show is about a crime fighter who rides this kit. And I'm sure you know what a kit stands for. The kit is the Night Industries 2000. The car itself, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's how he fights crime, saves a day. It's great. Ran for about four seasons. Was phenomenal. Awesome show. What's interesting, though, Hmm. is that they used to buy this Trans Am car for $1. What? Just a single dollar. But get this. So the, so the production companies bought the cars from Pontiac for a dollar. For a dollar. But then yeah, they right, had to wow. upgrade it. Cost $18,000. So to make it show ready, you take your $1 car and spend $18,000 <laughs> on it. times about $18,000. It's really great. interesting, though, is they used to go through eight or nine of these cars per season. So they went through eight or nine dollars worth of cars plus the extra <laughs> 18000 per car. Yeah, so it was a lot of money. <laughs> it was not a good investment. <laughs> September 27, 1907, going back to Henry Ford, He's actually. had a big week this week. <laughs> this is a history. massive week in history. So, September 27, 1907, this is a day that Henry Ford's first Model T rolls off the production line and out of the factory. And this is huge because the Model T Ford, which I'm sure everyone knows, is the first mass-produced car. Mm, yeah. I think it's often in the mind of someone when you say an old-timey car or an mm. old car or maybe the first car. It wasn't the first ever car. That no, credit goes to Carl Benz. But the Model T was the first mass-produced car, the first widely available car to most people. Now, do you know how much a Model T would cost you, Harry? Um, I'm going to roughly say, given exchange, carry the two, about... Yeah. $1,000 back in the day. Like so if you wanted a Model T off the production line back in 1907, about $250, right? Which, Which equates to about $6,000 today. That's not bad. Yeah, and the resale value is pretty good because a Model T today will set you back anywhere between $10,000 to $80,000. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I could do with the $80,000. buy. <laughs> then I could buy Carl Benz's first car. Then you could buy a couple of Pontiacs. Yeah. <laughs> and then destroy them. <laughs> September 28th, 1922. 
Benito Mussolini, the original fascist, oh. marches on Rome. What a claim to fame. The original fascist. <laughs> yeah. That's probably yeah. his nickname on like MSN. It was like the original fat <laughs> OG fascist, fascist at hotmail.com. <laughs> so Benito Mussolini, he founded the National Fascist Party in Italy. And before his march onto Rome, two years earlier, only two years, he had less than 500 members. Guess mm. how many people marched on Rome with the fascist party? Um, I don't know, a couple hundred. Try... 200,000 people. Yeah, right. It's a okay. lot of people. <laughs> mm. Needless to say, he marches on Rome, becomes the dictator. Yeah. There's no other word to say it except dictator. Yeah, becomes a dictator. And leads Italy into World War II on the wrong side. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> on the wrong side of history there. Finally, September 30, 1977. Brazilian soccer player and the greatest player we have ever seen. Oh, contentious. I'm going to call it. Yeah, call it. Pele. He retires. He does, and he was a big deal because he won three World Cups, two World Club Championships, was Mm -hmm. voted International Athlete of the Century. That's a hundred years' worth of international athletes. Yeah. And he's the greatest. He's the greatest. (laughs) Definitely. And not only that, he was given an honorary knighthood by the Queen as well. I think most importantly, though, and this is is when you know that you've made it, Mm. he was on The Simpsons. Yeah. (laughs) That is by far everyone's biggest claim to fame. I, I mean, I could die a happy man if I was on The Simpsons. Yeah, uh, 100%. Forget about the 1,281 goals, but you won The Simpsons? That's enough for me. I'm done definitely, here. Definitely. You've won life. You yeah, have indeed. You've won life. Unfortunately, that brings us to the end of another week in history. So join us again next week as we take you back to a time before you were born.